Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke and as always, I am joined by Pastor DJ Lura, Dana Mashevsky, and Sarah DeYoung. And today is the day... Uh-oh. Sorry, I just got a notification that if I was in Grand Forks today, I would get a free buffet at uh, Happy Joe's. I'm, I'm not... Yeah. There's a Happy Joe's in Grand Forks? Mm-hmm. Really? And Crookston. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've noticed that the things that, like, Diane Fargo seem to live on in Grand Forks, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> Unless they That's take so it true, from Fargo though. and put in Grand Forks, then it's supposed to, it will die. Yes. We, oh, okay. Yes, it has to die in Fargo first. <laughs> then it stays but if it, if it, it thrives in Fargo, no can do. No huh. can do. Well, re- uh, uh, the reason why uh, all the applause there, Ryan, is this great to have you back. Yeah. I tried to... Put on the Ryan Jenky cap last yeah. time, and it just uh, subpar. I didn't. Best. I I didn't go back and listen. Did you have a riveting, mm. or was it a phenomenal? Unputdownable. A what? Unputdownable. Unputdownable. Another unputdownable episode of that podcast. Are we getting it on had record? A mini panic attack that I was going to have to do. <laughs> yeah, I she was sitting in your spot. chair. Yeah, we told her about well, it. You should have then. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, no. It would have gone better if you did. I no, need to quick go done. back, Ryan. Are you saying you don't listen to that podcast? No, I just haven't oh. had a chance to listen to mm-hmm. the most recent episode okay, because okay. we've been so busy around here. You can't just put in in a headphone and multitask. <laughs> that's how I spend my I days. can barely task, <laughs> let alone <laughs> multitask. Sarah, Sarah, remember, we're, we're Gen X. Um, we don't do. You don't anything. need to finally tune your ADHD into like no, six no, things no, going no, on no, to no, keep no, no. focused. See, but I can't do we, podcasts if I have to think about two things at once. No, oh. but I can do. And just alternate, but yeah. like I can't listen to something and do six other things. I can't even listen to music, quite frankly, and do anything because then I'll be like, "Oh man, I love that song." They had another one. What was it? <laughs> and then I'll be looking that up and then listening to that. And next thing I know, it's four hours later, and <laughs> you're all done. I've except done... <laughs> except when you're behind the wheel going on a mission trip and you got your your playlist going. Oh, then that, you can drive that and play. I already, yeah, that's already ready to rock and roll. You got a new one this time? Is this like uh, <laughs> yeah, a mean, they have to like awesome mix of volume two? <laughs> if, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. There we go. I just <laughs> add on to it. Excellent. So how long is that drive? Um, well, we're going to allow 10 hours to get there. Okay. So how many times can you listen to buttermilk biscuits in 10 hours? Well, now the, the <laughs> beauty of this trip and the last middle school trip that we made, cause the buttermilk biscuits is only for the middle schoolers, the high schoolers, they're over yeah. it. Joke's dead by that point. Yeah. Yeah. Done. They've listened to it how many times by this point? Right. Well, they don't have any taste. Well, that, and, and there's that. <laughs> Your so, kids yes. <laughs> so, so, well, uh, the beauty of it is that there are two vans full completely. So you so, can get like a round of buttermilk biscuits started. Yeah. So we, so, you know, we drive for a while and this group will have buttermilk biscuits. And then you've got the newbies that come in and hear it for the first time. And they're like, it's weird. It sounds so weird. And they're, everybody else is like, just wait, you'll get used to it. No, I don't think so. And like 45 minutes later, can we listen to the biscuit song again? <laughs> So there's that. But then, you know, we'll stop, mm-hmm. as you do when you drive around with those under, say, 15. Mm-hmm. And then they'll want to reshuffle the vans a little bit. True. And so you'll have a new crowd that you can play yeah. buttermilk biscuits for. Because generally it's not played in the other van for whatever reason. Oh, I wonder right? why. Yep. So, yeah. How fun. But, yeah, no, Dana, I have, I have teenage girls. And I am... I, 
I had an old man moment, Ryan. So what happened? Addie, oh, Addie no. was driving the car. I'm excited for this. And she she's playing her her Spotify one of her playlists, and I'm listening to it, and I finally go, Addie, I'm sorry, this isn't music. <laughs> they have some terrible stuff they listen it, to it, nowadays. Well, no, it, it was basically just like just like a bass sound. Oh, with someone <laughs> making dad noises. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like that, that's what it sounded like, or he was, he was rapping while mumbling. I, I, it was rap too. So I'm like, this, this is, yeah, and, it's, and, and it's this, bad. Eli it, listens to that stuff too. It's just, and then this, the new but stuff. But it washed over me that like, when I was listening to like buttermilk biscuits, uh-huh. when I was in middle school and yep. my dad saying, this isn't music. I'm like, suddenly I had like this epiphany. Mm, of, I see what's going I on. I crossed an age <laughs> threshold. No, I, I'm going to give you some hope, Pastor DJ. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> what? <laughs> there, there is good music that's coming out nowadays is. that is in that genre, but they don't like it. Like there are new songs that I'm like, I dig this tune, mm-hmm. and Eli's like, what? you dig that tune, yeah. And Eli's like, this is terrible, and I'm like, see, that proves it. They're still making good music. You just have trash taste in it. Okay, good, good, yeah. Good. So you're good. All right, yeah. all right. Well, I usually listen to the classics, so that's that's what works for me. So. Um, yeah. When you say a bass with dad noises over top, all I can think of is T-Pain. That's it's probably... Like, I, what? I don't know who that yeah. is. I don't, don't know who that is. That's probably who it is. T-Pain. Like that. T-Pain, and who's the other one that does it? Uh, I, I see Because right face. now I'm coming up with Lil Wayne, and that's not it. Well, it's not Lil John. It's not Lil John. Is that the guy... I like Little John. He's great. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds like the... Yeah. Like the uh, yep, he's good. So Eli like played... Man. Just this morning, <laughs> Eli played some horrendously bad tune that I only let him get like 30 seconds into before I told him to shut it off. But it was... All it was was these guys standing around coughing and all... Is that this T-Pain fellow that, that you're talking about? No. It no. may be the same song. That Addy was. Uh, I'll, mes- I'll message him. He's in school, so he'll respond. This is a side note. Do you guys have any songs that, like, I remember growing up, my dad hated most of the music we listened to, except my dad loves Bowling for Soup. Bowling for Soup songs <laughs> resonate with my dad in such a weird way that he's like, I like this song. <laughs> I, that's the thing. My mom has always had, like, mm-hmm. a pretty good taste in music. Like, I like most of the music my mom listened mm-hmm. to. And I'm, I think she liked most of the music I listen to, but like, my mom's really into Eminem. Like, sure. I, like seriously. I, does she lose herself? That is, it, that is her like to running song. song. I've told Ryan this that that is her running song. That is how she keeps pace. <laughs> yeah. When running her. Uh, we can't we can't play any of these tunes. No. Because no. They'll, they'll take. But us. she also like does like One Direction. Like I was really into One Direction. So like her ringtone for somebody is like one of their songs and I was like that's not even for me hmm. <laughs> why so, so are you curious about this playlist just some of the tunes sure. that that will go there's a lot of tunes on here that we can't go with uh, some by onyx and nwa and things like this mm-hmm. but there are a, a, a lot on this playlist that um get a lot of fun reactions so we'll look um Got any we, we could play, you know, here's a new one. Here's a new one that is going to be debuted on this mission on trip, trip that can be played. And Dane is going to love this one. Oh, no. Tierra Whack 8. 
Is the song Tierra you know Whack the or is the song Eight? The, the song is Eight. By Tierra Whack. Whack. I ain't even hungry, but I ate that. <laughs> oh, that one. I was like, why do I know that? <laughs> hmm. That one That one will be appropriate. Uh, All For You by Sister Hazel. You know that one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Ants Marching by Dave Matthews Band. There you go. Yeah. These Got kids. any ABBA on there? Uh, kids no. love ABBA. No, but I do. No, <laughs> but kids, I do have. They just uh, love that ABBA. <laughs> I, I do have uh, uh, Toto. Mm. Oh, nice. Um, oh, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Oh, great song. Yeah. Love that song. Um, My mom also likes that song. You, really? you asked what, what music I like. Yeah. To, I like Billie Eilish. Okay. Really? Yeah. That's like the one. She's got, there, there's something about the way that she sings that I just think is, sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Like the whispery. It, it, yeah. It's not, it's not like she's got like a, like a, she doesn't have a Mariah Carey type voice. She's mm-hmm. just got a very, you, you stop, you have to listen to it because mm-hmm. it's catchy. Mm-hmm. Cool. Brian, what's yours? Brass Monkey by the Beastie Boys Yay! is on the list. I'm glad you have some Beastie Boys. Oh yeah. Got to have Beastie Boys. What's that? <laughs> what, what's the like band singer rapper that your kids listen to that you're actually like, you know what? I can get, I like this person's music. I don't know if there are any. Eli's music is just horrendous. I mean, your son does have <laughs> it an just eclectic. Sound, it just sounds like, like silverware falling off of a roof. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just well, not good. Like uh, there's no point. Uh, they generally, generally they spend, if the song is, you know, and I hesitate to call it a song, but if it's, We'll say three and a half minutes long. Two fifty-five is them just saying their name over and over again. Sure. <laughs> like, you got anything for me? That is a rapper staple. It is. You gotta let everybody know. Not who for listening the to. not for the entire tune. I mean, the House of Pain <laughs> would do that, but then they'd say, "Okay, this is the House of Pain." Would oh, it make a difference good. if they were saying like their name and their nicknames, like Pitbull? He does, Mister Worldwide. Yeah, I, you know what? I, he's not good either. <laughs> I, I do like Pitbull too. Really, I think I, he's catchy. I'm, I'm anti. Yeah. Anti Pitbull. Yeah, I am. You, you don't like Fireball? Fireball? No, I don't like any of that. That's stuff. an old song though. No. Fireball. Good song. No. I like Pitbull. Um, That's like a party starter. That is. You're the, in a like good mood listening yeah. to it. I don't know if I should say <laughs> the songs that I wish that my or the the artists that, that I wish that my kids would listen to because I could get behind that, but I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna need that list later. <laughs> yeah. Cardi B's on the list. Okay. Cool. That's kind of catchy. <laughs> Maybe like a rash, but um, <laughs> uh, so so yesterday was uh, uh, at Davies High School was Chalk Day. Yeah, Chalk Fest. Yeah, and Addie and a couple of her friends did a, a chalk uh, mural of Cardi B. Oh, cool! That's really so cool. So Eli did yeah. one, and he did just message me back. I told you that this wouldn't take long. <laughs> uh, is it Gaddy by Pop Smoke? Travis Scott and Jack oh, Boys. Travis, Travis, I know Travis Scott. Gaddy. It must be Gaddy. It's not Gotti because Gotti is G O T T I. This is G A T T I. For those of you listening, don't sample that at home. Uh, it's not if good. If you do, uh, you, know you do this at your own risk. Yeah. For those listening, don't sample any of this stuff. No. Just be <laughs> like, ugh. Just horrible. Those you know, crazy podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> just skip this whole section and just go. <laughs> yep. I'm Real just, content I'm, starts at. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of. of uh, well, really, rap. I mean, mm-hmm. for the most part, like like new rap, like yeah, the new stuff. I it like does, old school. Yeah, the new stuff doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like like real old school, like Run DMC. Yeah, and you know LL Cool J. Yeah, that's where you lost me. Yeah. What? How about Wu Tang Clan? 
I mean, like on a on a like you have to sort are of. Are you standard, a card? Are you a card carrying member of the Wu Tang <laughs> Clan? <laughs> How about a tribe called Quest? <laughs> Come on, those are all good. No, I don't think I've ever heard of a tribe called Quest. Really? What did what did they rap? What did they sing? Songs. <laughs> all that answers that what question. That really? Quest. What about uh, uh, what about Tupac? You've heard of Tupac, mm-hmm. right? Great. Uh, that's a lot of conspiracy theories around that one. Oh, there mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Oh, I got stuff here. I get. I shouldn't open this up because now I got emails. A tribe called Quest. Let's see here. Uh, what about Lauren Hill? Have you heard of Lauren Hill? There you go. Mm-hmm. You've heard of Lauren Hill? What was her group? Uh, she was in a group before she was Lauren Hill. Yeah. Um, now I got to look that up. <laughs> I, I, I remember. I, uh, Thanks for tuning into this podcast. You don't want you yeah. listen to us just looking stuff up. Yeah. Well, people are interested. They're like, oh, yeah, gosh. Um, but you know, I've mentioned this before. My playlist is really more of a. Like it's a it's a workout playlist, so I have mm-hmm. a lot of like, you know, Eye of the Tiger and uh, You're the Best, um, and a bunch of like like heavy metal and hard rock songs. The best of 80s, the best eighties and nineties music. Um, so well, anyway, uh, we can we can get to all that l- again later. It, it's an ongoing conversation yeah <laughs> it never seems to but, end but the uh yeah the, but anyway we got the middle school mission trip coming up and they love it they love that stuff there you go i, I guarantee it uh she was in a group with wyclef jean that was jean come on that's how it's spelled <laughs> jean crying out loud the fujis the fujis that's right yep hmm. so the fujis were good too i like the fujis all right Moving along. What I also ta- really like Sister on. Act 2. Oh, I love that movie. What? Is she in that? that? Yeah, she was in that movie. Oh, yeah. Lauren Hill was in uh, is Sister she, Act 2. Is yeah, she the girl she whose mom doesn't let her sing the choir? <sighs> now uh, i got to look this up. I can't remember. That's really. Which, yeah, I, I, I never saw that movie. That. Never saw No. No. You, you only watched what? the first one and thought, yeah. that's good. You got yeah, to see all the Whoopi Goldberg stuff. No. No. What version of, it's not Joy to the World. Is it Joy to the World? No. What version of, oh, Happy Day do you listen to? Yeah. Oh, Happy Day. What are you talking about? They have what, the best that is, version that is, that is of Oh, Happy version. Day on Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Like, yes, it is, it is Lauren, Lauren Hill is Rita Louise. Mm-hmm. I, I know uh, uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy. I know that one. Oh, that's a great song. That's not. Do, is, is, does that make your playlist? It should. You know what? I'm going to add it right <laughs> now before I forget. One. Yep. Don't worry. Be happy now. I always. <laughs> do you know what I think of when I hear that song? Hey, did you ever see Flushed Away? Yes. <laughs> yep. That's what I think of. That's, 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 that's a very. Movie. <laughs> that is a very niche uh, age range that will yeah, know and watch what? that movie. Yes, because it did not do well. No, <laughs> it's not a good movie. Ooh, oh, oh, that, sorry, that's YouTube. An ad. Yeah. That is an ad. I don't want the YouTubes to get mad at me. Uh, I'll turn it down. What's the matter? <laughs> no, just that. Like earlier, you couldn't get the sound to work on your phone. I know. And now it's no <laughs> issue. <laughs> Unreal. Okay. Uh what else are we are we moving along or is that did we need we to move along? What yeah? are we talking about today, Ryan? Yeah. Well, we still got evidently in my absence. 
uh, you all started some uh, list of questions. Yeah, we went rogue. Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't leave uh, us instructions, so we kind of just... Modern. He, he, he got out of here so fast. He's like, <laughs> see you, suckers. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Sink or swim. <laughs> um, but so there are questions. I was I was looking. Those are those are good questions. Uh, how do you know what is right or wrong? How many did you do last time? Just the first Just one. one. Oh, these, these are our podcast episodes unto themselves. Each yeah, one it looks like it. These are these are full conversation. And questions. this is the these these are the questions you kind of discussed with the Utes a few weeks ago. Yeah, right? with the elevate we were talking yeah. about. Isn't um, it a Ute like a hut or something? Yeah, like? it's a mud hut. The two Utes. Cool. The two Utes. Utes. You mean youths? <laughs> I'm sorry, youths. <laughs> Sorry, Anna. Uh, but movie. anyway, we we've got another question. Do we want to do this other question? Is this what you'd like to do? Um, I I would as long as we we can start either place, but we need to uh, get to that one. Okay, well let's let's make sure that we get to it first, so that we get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of a serious one, so you, uh, uh, we're we are switching gears here, just so you know. Um, I'll read this email. It's kind of a long email, but then uh, then we can dive into that. Uh, it says, podcast friends. This is from uh, Anonymous, which is kind of funny, but the email is not that funny at all. Um, podcast friends, for many years, more than half my life, I have struggled with something that I'm hoping for some insight on. As a child, I grew up in a very abusive household. From the age of 6 through 15, I was physically abused by my biological father. My dad was extremely abusive, violent, racist, and misogynistic. He was a very cold and cruel man. The abuse has left me with lasting effects of multiple undiagnosed concussions, PTSD, anxiety, frequent night terrors, and anger. Following his death in 1995, I was then abused by his brother for another full year. Christian ideology would say that I should forgive them, but with sadness in my heart, I admit that I cannot. I have nothing but feelings of anger and hatred for these two, and I do not think I will ever be able to forgive them. The effects of the horrific abuse has stuck with me for nearly 30 years now, and the scars left behind are too deep and ugly. With this inability to forgive... Oh, will this inability to forgive be used against me during my final judgment? And is my contempt for these two men an example of living in sin? From a spiritually faith-based perspective, how does one move on and learn to forgive when the mind and heart do not want to? There is a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot there. So uh, in hearing that, like, <clears throat> what are your first reactions? What do you think? Before I say anything, I'm just going to leave that out. Let you guys get, say your piece. Mm. Who wants it's to a go? lot to process. Yeah. 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 There's a lot there. Yeah. I feel like I've like, I, whenever I hear things like that, my immediate reaction is always like, I'm sorry you had to go through that because that that's terrible that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you end up in this helpless state or situation and not really knowing how to find a way out and then looking back is a very hard cycle to be in Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. um yeah it, it is it's tough and it's uh tough when you're not only dealing with um 
the feelings that you have towards that person or those people, but also the feelings that evidently this person has towards themselves, mm-hmm. right. you know, because n- not only are they um, uh, projecting these feelings onto someone else, but then they're turning it right back around mm-hmm. and saying that, you know, I'm living in sin or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you know, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even remember what the actual question is. It's uh, there's, there's a couple questions in there. <clears throat> and they're coming from, uh, it, there, there's there's some certain assumptions that are tied in with the questions. Mm-hmm. So it's there's a lot there. The, yeah, there's there is a lot. Um, and so you know it's it's a tough position to be in. And one of the times when, um, uh, lean on Jesus, <laughs> mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah. Dana, any thoughts, anything you want to add? No, just that that's horrible that someone has to deal with that with, like, family. That, like, they're supposed to be the people no matter what. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. And they're not, and it's just, like, a really unfortunate situation because how do you deal with that? Yeah. Yeah. um, I will say that this is is one of my, uh, to you, trigger points, as the the kids say these days, Um, hurting kids just really bothers me um i don't like bullies and i don't like people who hurt kids um so there's that piece of it but i just want to go through the the, we're going to go through the question piece by piece sure and walk you through it so if you could start to win uh that last paragraph yeah yeah when the questions start yeah um so it says says it says i lost it i'm sorry give me just a second here we go will this inability this is what you're talking about right i don't think there were any questions before that will this inability to forgive be used against me during my final judgment okay so we're just going to stop for a second and back up um you have the sins of the father and of elders being placed upon someone else and you have that person um having to cope with the fallout of all of that, even after these persons are, are no longer in the picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and <clears throat> I think people, when they become Christians, there's the, he- there's the thinking that once I'm a Christian, if, if I still have the stains of the world on me, like I've done something wrong, Mm-hmm. Or that I've made a mistake. And, and you know, the idea of forgiveness, we talk, you know, uh, Jesus talks about, you know, um, uh, if you forgive your, your brother, your father in heaven will forgive you. And, and that's, that's very much a law way of speaking about forgiveness. Um, are we supposed to forgive? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Because Jesus forgives us and he wants us to forgive those around us. And, and we can think of forgiveness as letting someone else off the hook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not really what forgiveness does. Um, in fact, even in the wording of the question, I think that per, this, the, I think Anonymous has already forgiven those who have harmed him. I think it's coming to terms with that. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. And so... That's what trauma does. Uh, it's why in the Bible, God says, 
uh, I will I will punish the iniquity of the parents upon the children to the third and fourth generation, and yet showing steadfast love to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments. That when parents act in an ungodly, horrific manner, an evil manner, um, they are not honoring God. Mm-hmm. And the stain of that can continue for generations, and so for it, for a person who has has been abused, there's there's always this fear in the back of their head that um, one, did they deserve it? Two, having survived it, can they keep from being that same way? Mm-hmm. Continuing the cycle. Continuing the mm-hmm. cycle, um, and, and then also um, uh, guilt and shame that gets brought inside, especially if you want to be free from the fear, the terror, the anger, the hatred, all that, all that stuff is, is like poison in your veins that can just, just destroy you. Yeah. Um, forgiveness is really the cure for the person who has been wronged, not for the person who is doing the wrong. Mm-hmm. Because forgiveness isn't so much something that you do, it's something that you discover, and it comes from a place of, of what you all basically said, um, leaning on Jesus. So what do you do? Um, well, you do two things. You put your anger where it properly belongs, which is to say, God, you get them. Mm-hmm. Um, there are more and more examples throughout the Bible. The Psalms are my favorite, the imprecatory Psalms, where it's basically, God, you go get those guys. You get them. You, and that's actually a that's an action that's an action of faith and forgiveness to say I'm not going to take vengeance in my own hand against the people who've wronged me, as much as I feel that would <clears throat> be satisfying. It doesn't get rid of the the anger and the hatred and the hurt that's inside. Um, giving it to God is the way to do that, and to trust that God will judge because God is God is both just and merciful, and so. There's a comfort to the victim and to the oppressed throughout Scripture that there will come a reckoning day, mm-hmm. and God will be the one doing the reckoning. And God himself says this throughout Scripture. We got um, Romans 12, 9. There's a bunch of different translations of it, but <clears throat> I like the Brian Study Bible. It says this, if it is possible on your part, live at peace with everyone. I love that. If it is possible, mm-hmm. do not avenge yourselves, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. You know, and it goes on. It says, on the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. So it's not about taking revenge or vengeance in your own fists. It's putting that vengeance to God and saying, God, you get him. And that's that's a totally adequate prayer to have. Mm-hmm. especially for all those hurts. I mean, if you've ever been bullied, if you've ever been beaten up, if you've ever been abused, the way to move out of that is, is, is a process of regaining your, your power, your identity, and your personhood. Mm-hmm. And a relationship with God allows you to do that because you can give all of that hurt to God and it can sometimes it's moment by moment, sometimes it's day by day, sometimes it's year by year. Forgiveness doesn't... You know, automatically make everything right. Forgiveness is about freeing yourself of the ghosts of that person who has wronged you. Yeah. Because you know, I, I I've said this example so many times, but I mean, I'll be driving down the road listening to you know something on the radio that you guys were talking about <laughs> earlier. 
whatever. I couldn't think of a singer. Buttermilk biscuits, probably. I had that doo-bop song stuck in my head. Is that on your your playlist? Mbop, yeah, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it be? Mbop, Hanson, that's her name. And, and, you know, a thought will float in of uh, a, a hurt or a trauma that may be completely benign today. Like some kid took a toy from me in the play, you know, the sandbox when I was four. Mm-hmm. But you just have this rush of, of hurt that can wash over you. And it's like, why? What do you do in those moments? Um, you can consciously say, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. So that forgiveness is not something that just happens automatically. It's a constant time of exercising that ghost. And, and you can do that if in your daily prayer, your prayer begins, the forgiveness prayer begins with, God, thank you for forgiving a sinner like me. Help me to forgive them. And then you put your hands out. It's an outward motion. And you say, I forgive you. And it's never, it's not, it's not even a, a thing where you have to go and, and talk to the person. Um, if you want reconciliation with a person, that's how you do it. But, but the act of forgiveness is being able to let go of that person's control over your existence, letting them live rent-free in your head. Mm-hmm. That's an ongoing thing. Um, and so when it comes to salvation, what I hear Anonymous doing is that the, the devil likes to make us speculate about whether or not God actually loves sinners like us. And so the devil will say something like, well, if you don't forgive. Mm-hmm. You don't do it if you don't do it the right way. Not even realizing that forgiveness is already happening in that person by the power of the Holy Spirit. When you're constantly turning back to God and asking for forgiveness for yourself, you are now free to forgive others, and that can reconcile relationships. But most importantly, it can set you free, like an exorcism, from the ghosts of those harms and hurts from the past. Mm-hmm. And the more you do that the more time will enter into those moments where you're just, you know, struggling with this, mm-hmm. you know? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. forgiveness isn't something that's a have to so much as a, as a you can, you're, you're free to. I think it's also like a misconception of forgiveness of like, if you forgive them, you're accepting what they Mm-hmm. And that you're making it okay that they did that, and that's yeah. not the same thing. No, no, and especially considering that in God's eyes, forgiveness sets free, um, but in the world, there's still accountability. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Robin Williams once said, uh, talking about like bad things in the church, he's like, it may be a sin, but it's also a felony, so we got to keep track. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's it's just. I truly believe that God can heal and heal completely. The The solution is just like you said, Ryan, it's, it's turning back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's over and over again. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really kind of the goal of being a Christian. If you, if, if there is a goal, it's to rest in Christ mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Cause the devil, the world and our sinful natures want to throw our, our stuff mm-hmm. back into us, the hurts that have been done to us and the hurts that we have caused. Um, and want that guilt and shame just to just to uh, be such a weight upon us that we're that we, we can't move, we can't mm-hmm. budge, we're just lost in it. And if we're lost in it, then we can't see that Christ is really there the entire time, holding us, caring for us, setting us free from those hurts. So what do you do? 
you give the anger, you give the hurt, you give the vengeance to God, and you mean it. You say, God, you do it. Take them out. Uh, wipe them out. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many of, of King David's own psalms are basically this. My enemies are turning in upon me, Lord. Go get them. Yeah. Because I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, it's also forgiving those doubts in yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying with that? Because mm-hmm. there was there was a couple things going on. It was the hurt from from the abusers, yep. but it was also inner hurt of who am I? What am I? What does yep. this mean? You give all that to Christ, and He takes all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your your sin, your doubt, your your loss doesn't belong to you anymore. It belongs to Him. And what He get what He puts in place of that is Himself as your Lord and and a, a new kind of inner peace that doesn't make sense to the world. Right. Peace that goes beyond any understanding. Mm-hmm. That's when you're free. Yeah. And then tomorrow it might come all rushing back. Yeah. The, I, I was going to say, I think it's the one downside of being a Christian is unfortunately you can't just say it once and it's done. Right. Right. It's, right. it's like a, a day, sometimes daily, sometimes it's weekly. Sometimes yeah. it's 16 times a day that you just mm-hmm. have to keep yep. playing that on repeat. We definitely and is that like humans it. just want like a one and done yeah. sort of thing. Yep. And it, can't be that. Yep. We, we would like um, everything to be a project. Mm-hmm. If you just do these steps, and I, look, I've been I've been nursing a, a pain in my neck for twelve <laughs> weeks now. Today, today is is twelve weeks, and man, I am just so weary of it. And I would love to just be able to. Okay, the doctor says do this, do this, do this. Boom, problem solved. I checked yep. my list. It's done. Yep. No, mm-hmm. but but hurts are like frayed nerves in mm-hmm. that sense, and that in that sometimes it's not just one thing that you do i got i got a drum that i'm strumming i got a guitar that i'm strumming over here that would have been a great like mic drop moment right i sweat i'm talking with my hands for the folks on the podcast i can't see them and i hit the mic but (laughs) start our own band but yeah i mean that's that is what it is uh you're not damned to hell if you don't feel like you have adequately forgiven someone the difference is where um Forgiveness is not sought in Christ mm-hmm. in that um, I, I want the vengeance. I want, it to, I want to be the one who does the vengeance. Even if the vengeance is I'm going to hold on to this hurt and this anger and nurture it and live in it. Well, what that ends up doing is it ends up hurting you. Whereas seeking forgiveness in Christ frees you to forgive those who have hurt you as well. And it's not a either or situation, either you did it or you didn't. And if you didn't, you're going to hell. Um, you're saved through Christ alone. You cling to Christ. That's none of us are going to be able to go to go stand before the judgment uh, throne and say, well, I really cleaned up my act uh, <laughs> in my life, Lord. It's I'm with him. Yeah. He's got the backstage pass and he said, I'm with him. So mm. I, I'm claiming Christ on this one. That's, that's what you have to do. Yeah. And that's what, that's, I shouldn't say that's what you have to do. That's where you will find what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Was there more to it? Did I cover? I mean, he talked about Christian ideology, which is an interesting way to speak about it and spiritual, but I think the heart of the matter is that forgiveness is not something you do. It's something you discover. Yeah. I'll read that whole last paragraph again. Uh, will this inability to forgive be used against me during my final judgment? It's in being it, used against him now by the devil. 
And is my contempt for these two men an example of living in sin? Well, I mean, it's an example of the reality of sin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an imprint of original sin that all of us have. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, hurt is hurt, and and uh, I, you can't wrap your head around the type of abuse that can happen to children that just uh, leaves all kinds of of imprints. Um, it's just working through them and working yeah. through them by clinging to Christ. Right. Yeah, and letting him work the healing in them. You know, I have a, a um, I've read this a few times now, and I, th- I think I know where this person is kind of going. It's not written in here, but when we're all done, I'm going to ask a follow up. But the the next question was, uh, from a spiritually faith based perspective, how does one move on and learn to forgive when the mind and heart do not want to? I think I just explained yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. And there, another thing that you can do, um, be in your Bible because yeah. the Holy Spirit has a way of working things in you when you're reading, when you're not even expecting it. You know, yeah. you're just, you're just reading through the Bible and it speaks. Yeah. So do you have any more on that? Cause I, nope. uh, okay. So my follow up, what I, what I, you know, like I said, I've read it a few times and I don't want to put, I mean, uh, this person obviously wrote the the, the email, and so um, I'm going to ask this question. I don't know if if well. Can this I say one more one more thing over the entire question too of the uh-huh. person? I want I want this person to understand that they are a beloved child of God, and that the true father figure that they have is God the Father because yeah. of Jesus Christ. And parents, especially, are supposed to be examples of of the relationship that we have with with God as our heavenly father. It's an example of that. And parents, when they fail that there is a judgment for them. Mm -hmm. And again, that's God's hand at work. But I want this person to know that they are, they are not especially broken in a way that, that Christ cannot fix because what Christ does is he doesn't just fix us. He lets all that stuff go to death. Yeah. And then he raises us anew, not just in the life to come, but we become a new person now mm-hmm. through faith in him. Right. And and so it's not just like a repair job. It's a it's a complete overhaul yeah. that, that Christ does. <laughs> yeah. And this person, um, you know, I want you to hear these words and believe them. And anyone else who's who's feeling the same way as if as if the hurts that have been done to you can never be undone, hear these words and know that they are for you. Jesus Christ died on the cross so that you would be set free so that you would be given new life um, and so that you would be forgiven of all of your sins, all any shame, any doubt, any hurt, any anger, all of that Christ bought with a price and he did it for you. Yeah. Um, and that means you're free. Yeah. Yep. You're free. So here's my follow-up question. And I got this from you know uh, the the person who wrote this explained everything that happened and then went on to ask these questions will this inability to forgive be used against me during my final judge- judgment and is my contempt for these two men an example of living in sin so they've established that um, they're concerned about you know final judgment and um, they understand, 
that this isn't right. But where my follow-up question comes from is the second sentence, which is, from a spiritually faith-based perspective, how does one move on and learn to forgive when the mind and heart do not want to? And my follow-up question is, I think this is sort of a question of, um, I get it. Like, when I get there, I want to say, I'm with him. You know, I believe in Jesus. I trust in Jesus. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. But I'm pissed off. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to forgive these people. Mm -hmm. And I think what this person may be getting at is, wait a second. On the one hand, I want to be with Jesus. But and he's and and the person says it here. I don't know if it's a man or woman, but it says in here, uh, how does one move on and learn to forgive when the mind and heart do not want to? Which to me is saying, I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to move on. I want to be with Jesus, but I'm mad. Well, and see that that was the distinction that I made before. Um, is it that you don't want to forgive or you cannot forgive? Because cannot different. cannot's a different different ball game, and that's what I'm hearing this person struggling with. Mm-hmm. Um, not wanting is basically I am piping mad, and I want I want some butts. Yeah, and um, I'm not going to trust that into God's providence. Mm-hmm. I also feel like that's, if they don't want to and they're holding on to that they in some way enjoy that feeling that it gives them of like i like the way that i this anger makes me feel yeah i I, I, well i wouldn't i wouldn't i I hear exactly what you're saying because there there can we can have traumas and hurts where feeling normal causes more pain Mm -hmm. than feeling because because that that anger it can drive you right i think even too that sometimes with trauma and anger you get to a point where it's it's the thought safer. of the it's safer for me just yeah. to stay in my lane where I'm at than to try to go through this right. minefield. Because you're, you're that almost it is. afraid mm-hmm. that it's going to be worse, mm-hmm. right? Than but then that's where the concern comes in. Like, and, and you, you talked about it earlier, um, or may, uh, maybe you did, or maybe I. I, I, I say we, a lot of things. We, <laughs> we, we've hung out for a long time. Um, that sort of that, um, um, you know. You you want to now I lost my train of thought, but basically, um, you know, you don't want to move on because it is that that safe spot, but you want to you want to be with Jesus. I totally lost my train of thought, yeah. but but I I think the the sort of the um, um, how do I know? Oh, this is what it is. It, you have touched on this before. How do I know I'm doing it doing it right? Because I, you know, sometimes I think I'm doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And how do I feel like um, in those times when um, I want to be mad and I want to be angry? And even though I know, hey, you're supposed to let this go, forget about for, forgive and let it pass and cling to Jesus. And then that's in one hand. And then on the other hand, you're going, but right now, you know what? I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's kind of, maybe that's what I was trying to ask a and little that, bit and, ago. And that is what we call as Lutherans, we call the simul. It's mm-hmm. the simul justus et peccator. And this is this is the daily reality of all people, regardless of 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 any trauma or desires or whatever it may be that you're trying to work through. Mm-hmm. When you try to work through that on your own, you are fully in the flesh. You are yeah. you are 100% sinner. Yeah. And yet at the same time where there's faith in Christ, you are 100% saint through him. Mm-hmm. So as strange as this sounds, the way you move forward as a person is to quit trying to move forward as a person mm-hmm. and cling to Christ. Mm-hmm. And what you're, you'll find is that he changes the heart, he changes the mind, he changes everything. And mm-hmm. it doesn't, for some people, it can be instantaneous. For others, it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. The answer is not, did I, am, is it going to be held against me as a, as, a, as a sign of sin? Well, are you clinging to that sin? Mm-hmm. Or have you given it to Christ? Because on the judgment seat, I guarantee you, you're not going to be sitting there going, look at how great I am. Mm-hmm. You're going to say, I want, because it's a, di- it's a different circumstance at that point, mm-hmm. right? When, when Christ has already carried out the final judgment for all of us. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about, you know, meeting God at the end, we speak, the Bible talks about this judgment seat. It is a, a bit metaphorical mm-hmm. in that it's, it's not like a timeline. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an instant, instantaneous thing that you're going to experience when you know God face to face. Mm-hmm there's no longer going to be any pride really at that point mm-hmm. um, of holding on to anything that separates us sure. from who we're meant to be. It's going to be more, just take it all Lord. Yeah. Right. I mean, th- think of it this way. If, if I could meet Jesus face to face right now mm-hmm. and not be in a time where it's living by faith alone, and it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be concerned about anything else. Right. Um, but because of the reasons that you said, because of in the midst of trauma, being in a defensive position, in a position of, of anger and hate is a way of empowering yourself so that you're not harmed again. But you can't be truly yourself. You can't be truly free until you overcome that as well because that, that just brings back those ghosts. I mean, it's trauma. Mm-hmm. So how do you move beyond that trauma? You discover forgiveness by practicing forgiveness, by praying to, to God daily to say, God, forgive a sinner like me. Help me to forgive others. Mm-hmm. The more you do that, the more the, the Spirit has a way of working upon you and transforming you. That's mm-hmm. what I mean by clinging to Christ. It changes yeah. your, your mind, your thoughts, all that stuff. Yeah, And slowly that fist that's holding on to that hurt will begin to open up and you'll be able to be free of it. Yeah. I guess the way I think about it is sort of like um, somebody who uh, I always relate everything to sports, right? So um, if, if you want to, Oh, I'm sorry. Can I add one more thing? Yeah. The goal in forgiveness is not to become best friends with these people or to acquiesce. it. It's to be free of it. Right. It's almost like to become indifferent to them. Right. Right. That's what I meant earlier. Like it's not, you're accepting that they did this to you and that you're making it that it's okay now. And you can continue to do that. You're not saying it's okay for them. Exactly. You're saying that you're not going to let it, Affect no you. longer are you going to have any power over me. It's almost like saying, well, yeah, I'll forgive you. You're dead to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Indifference you're, is not. You're not a part of this world anymore. Right. Except. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think that it's sort of like, um, 
whatever um, picked a sport, you, you want to take a football and throw it through a, a hoop um, 25 yards away, right? And How many sports are you mixing together there? Like, where did the hoop come <laughs> well, from? Well, haven't you? You've seen the you've seen the quarterback challenge. Oh, before. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Oh. I, I I was watching the the Golden State Warriors play the Dallas Mavericks last night, so <laughs> <laughs> I was like basketball. I was football. like, who? Yeah, you, you know, like a like a ring. We'll call it we'll call it a ring. I'm I'm picturing a, like a hula hoop. I just went straight to Quidditch. That's great. <laughs> yeah, kind of like you know, that. like Quidditch. Sure. Yeah, yeah, like that. So you, but but you've never picked up a football before. So you chuck that thing, and you are way off. Right, right, left. You you don't even make it the twenty five yards. Right. You don't stop right there and say, "Well, that's it. Screwed." Right. You know, you, right. you, you, it's every day. That's it, what the devil wants though. The devil wants to drive you to a, a despair of that's it. I'm screwed. There's yeah. no saving right. me or to a place of pride, which yeah. is to say, I'm going to hold on to this and I don't care hell or high water. I don't care about what God's will is. I don't care about uh, the world. Um, I'm going to hold on to this hurt and it's going right. to fuel me and, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna define you, and the danger is that definition will then pour out onto other people. Yeah, and so so back to what I was saying, you you throw that ball the first time, maybe you don't even get it, you don't even get it the distance, but the next day you do it again, and maybe now you have more distance, but you don't have accuracy. Mm-hmm. If you do it every single day, every day, every day, every day, all of a sudden it's not only going to happen, but it's going to become second nature. And all of a sudden you don't even remember that time right. when you couldn't get that ball there. And I think this is kind of the same way. If you make a conscious effort to do it mm-hmm. every day, eventually it's just going to be... It could take a lifetime. It could. And they're also like aware of this whole like, should I forgive them and whatnot? And I think that's a good first step. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you're aware that you're holding right. on to this. So you're making a step to be like, I can maybe yeah. let this go. Well, and I, then, think, mm-hmm. I, I was just going to say, and just like I said, I mean, I think the question itself, just in how I read it, I'm assuming this person is already forgiving and not mm-hmm. realizing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's ongoing. Yeah. I think it's the hard part of not enough people talk about for Christianity. It's not like you get splashed with a water gun and the next day you are the nicest, smiliest, mm-hmm. nothing bothers me. It, <laughs> right. It's we a practice. Flaws. Yeah. It, right. It's not this perfection, mm-hmm. this thing. It's a spectrum of it. it takes a long time. It takes a lot of practice. You don't, you don't you wake be up being able to whole life. Yeah. It's why in church, um, the practice in the Lutheran, Lutheran tradition is to confess our sins daily. Yeah. We, we do that in worship weekly as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's a reason for that. It's because in this life, we'll always have that, that old sinner hanging around us. Mm-hmm. But in Christ, we can be free of that now in this place. Yeah. Again and again and again. It's never, it's never past, and it's never future. It's always present. <laughs> yeah. I'm presently uh, resisting the old Adam and Eve, turning from my sin and clinging to Christ alone, and that's where I'm going to find freedom. Yep. From all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There we have it. That was a good discussion. Mm-hmm. Great question. Yeah. So, uh, what do you want to do now? Do you want to move on to another one of your modern American culture and Christianity worldview? One of those top, brain busters. Top ten questions of My all time. My brain so much last week. <laughs> <laughs> it it got deep last week of, of just like two words, right or wrong. Yeah. Three words. 
Yeah, we can go to one of these. Did it did it come up uh if that if uh that ain't right then I want to be wrong? Did uh no, that did not come up. See, Ryan, the show was <laughs> nothing is... without you. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Do you want to go right in order or did you have a It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, does anybody have one that's that's talking to him? I figure with the amount of uh, podcasts we've done, we'll get through all of these at some point. So true. Did did you read all these questions off? Did, no. So so the talk that I did with them, I just focused on a couple of things. Um, you know why why we think the way that we do. A couple of things that I that I made very clear from the get go. Um, one, humans are highly suggestible beings. So how you identify yourself, how you define yourself is not necessarily coming from inside of you. It's coming from voices outside of you. Mm -hmm. But they're so subtle and they're so consistent and constant that you begin to define yourself by those voices. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's popular culture, basically. We are yeah. clay. Yes, we yeah. are. Yes, we are. The other thing, too, is that when you look at any source like um, uh, the news, where do you go to get your facts? Understand that they are trying to sell you something. What? Yeah, I, I was a I was 22 years old when I heard that for the first time, and it blew my mind <laughs> straight out the back of my head. And that was in in the sociology of modern culture class I was taking at yeah. NDSU. Um, yeah, sociology. What's that? Oh, sociology. Yeah, just I, go, everything you know is wrong. That's what I minored in. Ah, uh, sociology, the dunce of the of the yeah. science world. Hey, I I got the question. Unless somebody else, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say hey, this is the way it's going to be if somebody else likes a better one, but I've got one. Let's hear it, Ryan. Because it ties into the beginning of our episode Is it, is it number 10? Number 10. Because that was the one I was looking at, too. I was no. like, let's do 10. Let's do 10. Because it kind of ties into what we talked about earlier because, well, let me let me ask the question and then I'll, I'll give my thought here. Number 10, for, the, for those of you keeping track at home. Not that you know what any of this you know, is. <laughs> Not that you know what two through nine are, or one for that matter, if you didn't l listen last time. Does the entertainment, music, movies, TV shows, YouTubes, TikToks, you like express hope and life or hopelessness and death? Give some examples of your favorite entertainment and what you like about it. Now, the music that I mentioned earlier is terrible. <laughs> does, does not bring Music life. Music is probably one I, of the I don't think to anything. You don't think buttermilk biscuits bring it's I meant more Cardi B. Oh, I see. Oh. Don't don't listen at home, folks. I feel like for me it depends on what it is. Mm -hmm. Like Yeah, it, it depends what it is, for sure. Go ahead. Cuz like I was thinking about that you didn't list it here, but I was like thinking of like books I read. Mm -hmm. And those are usually like at least in the end, I it better be happy and I better feel good about it by <laughs> the end of it. But like TV shows, my favorite TV show is like Elementary, so everybody's dead. Mm. Oh, right? sure. You're just sure. investigating murders. So like that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it just depends on what it is. Well, and when you get what I find interesting about shows like that, like Elementary, which is based on the Sherlock Holmes stuff, mm -hmm. um, or or shows along that line where it seems realistic, but if you look closer at it, you realize these are impossible scenarios. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and they're sensationalistic scenarios mm -hmm. in order to entertain. Well, what what do we take when we hear that? 
well, this is happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, things like um, uh, gun crimes or even crime in general is not nearly as as prolific as our You're entertainment makes out to be. You're telling me the SVU is wrong about how much... Dun, dun. In, in they are in New York City. It is New York. <laughs> but when you look at actual crime statistics compared to what we get in our entertainment, I mean, it's 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 ten to one. It's it's blown way out of proportion. Why why are crime statistics so funny to you, Ryan? <laughs> because I thought of that Dennis Leary bit where because you just you just brought up New York uh-huh. and Dennis Leary. <laughs> Dennis Leary had that bit like in the 90s where he's talking about how the crime has been, you know, cleaned up and and says, you know, you've got people dying in Detroit and Chicago and all over the place. But New York is a cesspool. It's a cesspool. (laughs) Right. Crime happens everywhere, not just New York. Right. I've actually seen that bit. But my my point being is that... um, the level of crime compared to reality is screaming from the rooftops mm-hmm. in our entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't have a superhero movie without, you know, some type of yeah. supervillain mm-hmm. trying to take over the world every other day. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. That I haven't man seen... would be out of a job. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, but, but not just the fantasy stuff, but even shows that are near reality, like cop shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They have to keep your attention for 44 to 50 minutes yep. in order mm-hmm. to sell you stuff. Mm-hmm. But even the show itself is selling you a worldview that you are taking in and mm-hmm. it's having an effect on how you view things around you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Now, how do you, how do you protect against this by recognizing the difference between reality and entertainment or and you almost have to point out the entire trope in advance to someone so that they don't just, Take it all in like this is the world. And you can see this on social media, mm-hmm. right? When you talk to people on social media that are losing their minds about one thing or another, mm-hmm. I, I always go back to like, what are they feeding themselves? Mm-hmm. What entertainment's going in? Yeah, I th- I think that um, what you're taking in, even if you're like, ah, no, I'm aware of this. I understand that this isn't real or you can't treat people this way or whatever the case may be. If you're constantly watching and consuming that stuff, it's just going to happen. Right. It's just yeah. going to happen. Well, I mean, it, it it is ridiculous to make the argument, uh, one, that video games make people kill other people or, or, or movies or music causes people to do things. Mm-hmm. And yet, on the other hand, it is ridiculous to think that that stuff does not have an effect on a person. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it goes, it, it's not an... Either or. <laughs> well, we, we've talked about this before. Now, Sarah, don't spoil this because next week I plan on... Uh, <laughs> Sarah's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I plan I plan on starting back at the beginning because I don't currently have the Netflix. Uh, but oh. I'm going to get it back and I'm going to I'm gonna watch Ozark all the way through. Because I, I know you've seen it. I have. But I can tell you, and, and DJ, we've talked about this before. When I watch, when I've watched the other seasons of Ozark... It messes up my dreams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, That's why I can't do Criminal Minds. It, like, and and yeah. not <laughs> in in a way that is not necessarily violent or anything like that. It's just I wake up going, "This is like what, what just weird happened? and yeah. uncomfortable." Mm-hmm. You know, right? But I but so I mean, it's it's yes, it has an effect because I I know that next week my dreams are going to be all 
sideways because I'm going to watch that entire series. Right. And why am I doing that? Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I, I okay. So I, this is an old tech, but for me, it's new. Like we just got Spotify family. I didn't and, even know that was a thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's great. No commercials. Yeah, it's amazing. And welcome to the internet, Brian. <laughs> the, the the Easter bunny brought this to my family at Easter. You know so. what? You know what, Dana? You'll never be able to roll a tape back into a cassette with a pencil. <laughs> I, I can do that. That's a lost skill. I can do it with a VHS even. <laughs> yeah. But I have to I don't I have, believe it. I, Might be true. I don't I believe it. I had the Tarzan soundtrack on cassette, okay? <laughs> Ooh, Phil Ooh, Collins. There's a good soundtrack right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the, these two playlists on Spotify, right? Uh-huh. One is entitled um, Modern Worship. And it's a lot of it's the songs that we sing in church mm-hmm. that uh, my son points out they sing it better at church, Dad. Than, <laughs> you know, which is pretty cool. To Probably. Everybody he thinks that. But then I have this other one that's that's my workout stuff. And it's like stuff I listened to when I was in high school playing football and, mm-hmm. and doing karate actively and so on. And one's meant to just get me kind of pumped up. And the other one's to fill me with hope. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that the other one gives me hopelessness, but there's not a whole lot of hope and not you know, much in straight out of Compton Metallica <laughs> or, uh, you know, one of the bands I listened to when I was in high school, we had like a theme song. And when I was a freshman, my brother was a senior and his senior, uh, uh, fo- the, the, the football team that year, the defense gets a nickname and the nickname that year was symphony of destruction <laughs> and their song was megadeth symphony yeah. of destruction That's now funny. what gives hope in either one of those statements yeah there's none no. um but what's what's the purpose that you win the football game yeah, hope okay. that you win the football game <laughs> but it's just to get you pumped up i mm-hmm. guess i don't know i don't know how to explain it but yeah um i think do your tiktoks bring you hope sarah do they bring um, life or death right now it's not much. I when you were saying that, you know, there's really no way to say yes or no that what you consume affects you and what you it doesn't though cause this, that, and the other thing. I'm really wrapped up in this uh uh Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. <laughs> and I watch it like no, a dad watches football. I, I am, get snaps from Sarah ooh. of her working and it's like her iPad next to it and it's the and child. I get mad. Live. I get so mad. <laughs> I am yelling at this 10-inch really? screen. Oh, I get so mad. You know what you remind me of? My mother watching the Menendez trial. <laughs> Menendez brothers. I, I am cheering on Camille and Ben but like Cam- they are like she, the winning are quarterbacks. Camille and Ben? His lawyers. Yeah. And she okay. would. Oh, it's so good. Was, but that, that speaks to the relationship you know, have with this. You know them by their first name and yes. refer to them as That's such. That's crazy. But it, it's yeah. not. I can see it. I'm like, I need to step away and not. Oh, I've even like I've noticed through my TikToks of like <laughs> the cycle that I go through of mm-hmm. like because it. The for you page is like it's for that you. algorithm is real good. Oh yeah, and I can notice when it's and I was like, okay. Yeah. The, I I think that if if you're not um, taking in messages of hope and life, the messages and it's entertainment that that are giving um, a worldview of of hopelessness and death. I think they they have two purposes. One is to either entertain with um, allowing you an escape from reality. Mm-hmm. My favorite kind. <laughs> <laughs> or it's to, to teach you coping skills to deal with a hopeless situation. Mm-hmm. Um, messages of hope actually give you hope in a hopeless situation. 
Um, and you know, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't a one is good. One is bad. I'm just saying the things that we listen to will have an effect on us. Mm-hmm. And frankly, when there, when God is not in the picture and if, <laughs> when you look at entertainment, I mean, you can it, just run, watch a show where things are going bad and you're just thinking these people need Jesus. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Where's Jesus in, in this whole scenario? You know, he never that's shows the up. perfect answer to, I've been watching, I've been trying to keep up with the Riverdale and all I of yeah. the, the, Kardashians. Out, the outer banks. No, like the, no, just the really this, dramatic this every CW shows. thing yeah. that could go wrong in their life has gone wrong. And in each and every one of them. That's like, the answer that I'm looking for. Cause I'm watching, I'm like, where are their parents? <laughs> Who, where you are know, their parents? parents? You know, their parents are part of the problem. And it's not the parents they need jesus they need jesus that's that's the issue you know what's funny is i don't uh, now i'm gonna watch ozark next week i watched the entire sopranos uh series which and and i don't want to get in trouble from anybody but you know it wasn't really that good Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you don't want to get in trouble by anybody but you're willing to make that statement on the internet yeah, I, you know, it, well, it, it, too soon. Uh, it's only been canceled for like yeah, a decade. How many years has it been? But you know, I don't People watch feel a lot. Very of, strongly about that. Okay? I, well, I know, I know they do. Um, Game of Thrones. I never, I've never yeah. seen that. But the, I don't watch a lot. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Ozark. But if I didn't watch it, like if next week I was like, ah, I don't know. I, I'm not going to watch it. Like series shows like that, I just don't get into them, mm-hmm. and I'm not really sure why. But I think I have an idea. I think it's because for years I was traumatized by people saying, you know, wrestling's not real. (laughs) Oh, really? But that guy going down to Mexico and getting plugged by the cartel down there with his wife standing right next to him is totally legit. You know what I mean? I hear you, man. That's the plot of Ozarks for anybody who's wondering what Ryan's talking about. Anyway, I, I hear you. I think that's I think I that's where it comes from. Like more and more, I was like, you know what? That's dumb, and they're getting all worked up over this. So, as, <laughs> speaking of uh, of that, ha- has the law firm of Flair? No, is that happened yet? What? what <laughs> Flair, Flair Anderson, Anderson Blanchard and Elling. Uh, 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 Ellering. <laughs> Sorry, so, that's an inside joke. It is an inside should I should I yeah, tell the yeah, inside joke? So here's the deal. Okay. Oh, I feel like this is gonna be this backs up a year now. When we went to Thunder Road last year during the vid, and we had it's not my fault that she can't keep control of her go kart. Oh, 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 don't don't start <laughs> Maybe or maybe I didn't least, spin Lisa out on the track the last At least honk the horn year. of the bus before you run it over her, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I spun Lisa out of the way last year. And, out of the way? And she was in my way. And <laughs> and all of a sudden, this was this was at uh, Thunder Road Night 2021. I think I have a picture of it. Yeah, you probably do. And I don't know, a week? Two weeks later, I go to my mailbox like a responsible That's what this is about. like a responsible guy does, <laughs> and in my mailbox is a letter, handwritten, addressed to me. It wasn't handwritten. I'm pretty sure it was. No, no, no. The, the, I'm sorry. The envelope, the, oh, okay. the address was handwritten, addressed to me, and I open it up, and there is a Thunder Road letterhead on it, and it's printed out. Grammatically terrible, by the way. 
I didn't write it. Why are you looking at me? Well, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> and it's telling me about how they that uh, they know that atonement was at Thunder Road at this time, and uh, they just cannot believe that somebody, especially <laughs> a man who claims Jesus and is in charge of the youths at Atonement Lutheran Church, <laughs> the, the two youths, would could possibly act in such a horrendous manner on the track. And it just goes on and on and gets more, uh, you know, out of control as it goes. As much as to say that they wish that they would have known who it was that I spun out, but she was going too fast and her cameras couldn't pick up the blur that went by and things like this. So I was like, whatever. I laughed it off. And like for three and a half seconds, I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, okay, I get it. This isn't real. <laughs> so it's been under under the plexiglass cover uh, on top of my desk. But then yesterday, yesterday. Yesterday we went to Thunder Road for anybody. We went to Thunder know. Road. And 2022. Earlier in the, the day, rematch. earlier in the day, what should be on my door but another letter with a Thunder Road letterhead, which is not justified to the left this time, but in the middle. So there's no I, consistency. I keep telling they her that I can help them. her make like a better letter. Her look <laughs> more official, and she hasn't taken me up. There's no consistency yet. there, and it talks about how. And I have no idea the beliefs of the owners of Thunder Road, but they've decided that they're going to forgive me and allow me to come back on the track this year. But they expect me to act uh, act my faith while while I'm there. So I've decided that I'm going to write a cease and desist letter. From the offices of Flair Anderson, you need a Blanchard, and Ellering. Oh, my goodness. Now, do you know who Flair is? I would and love those guys to be the, my lawyers. <laughs> WWE wrestlers. Well, WCW, the four oh, horsemen. I wish we had a camera in here just, just to hold them up. The four horsemen of wrestling, uh, Rick Flair, Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and uh, what was Ellering's first name? I can't I, remember. I, I don't remember. I can picture him, but I can't yeah. think of his first name. But there was also Wyndham. There was also Luger. Well, yeah. Was, it it <laughs> depended on who, who they rotated The four horsemen out. to me were the Andersons, Blanchard, and Flair. That's yeah, okay. An yep, yep. Flair, Anderson, Anser Anderson, and Blanchard or something like that. <laughs> From the offices. So that's how I'm going to... Uh, uh, I can the, make you a letter. Uh, you should. You know what would be even cooler? Send me those names so I can make... <laughs> you know what would be even cooler is if we could have like a drawing, a drawing of a hand. <laughs> and then And then their names Each finger had a name on it. You want to know what? You can do that on your own, but I'm not assisting that. <laughs> I'm seeing old English like tattooed. Yeah, I know that's what I was like. Make the and then a horse on the like back of the hand. hand. Oh, so good. Yep. So anyway, that's it. So what else? What you know, else you got? I got to point something out to you, Ryan. What is it? Um, you know, I'm I'm a big believer in forgiveness, and yes, you you spun Lisa out. I did. Yep. Uh, justify it or not, you know, uh, rubbing it, is racing. It was. Yep. Uh, this year you spun out me and my son. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Man. Yeah, he did. Pumped him right out of the way. And you know what? <laughs> he had the best. Just hold on. Bumped him right out of the way. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. What? And I kept on moving. Uh, but but with, his, with his GoPro going by. Dylan, we strapped a GoPro to Ryan's head, and we still missed it. Oh that one I missed because I didn't have it recording, but the next one was recording. But Dylan had the best. 
impression of Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone that I have ever seen when I... <laughs> so uh, I'm going to... I'm just going to go on the record that I think next year we need to just invest in two dudes in security shirts. And then when Ryan walks up, be like, oh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pull out a list. Go, you're not allowed no, in here. Yeah. You're not, <laughs> you're you're not, not on the list. You're not on the list. You know, I just feel like we need to get another GoPro so then we can just have yes. you wear one. <laughs> you know what I think would be great? And I, I'm sure this is an impossibility, but it would be great to go out there with the track just for us and take the governors off those things and just let them. <laughs> let her go. Just let her go. Let her buck. Nobody under 18. I feel like we should do that so then we can just like also keep track of like actual laps. True. To see who, because they just kind of go, yeah, bring them in now. Yep. The, well. The, the Atonement 500. There's a bit of a conspiracy <laughs> with that one too, because it, it was just kind of coincidental that when it was time to go in, Lisa was at the head of the pack. Yeah, coincidental. There were people. There were people staged around the track. So if I got by one, there was another one there waiting, saying, "No, no, no, you're not allowed." Did, did you request feel, baby powder like a, on the curves too? Felt like that would be cool. I felt like Alanis Morissette song, "Uninvited," last night. You're not allowed. Is that the one That's she wrote about Dave Coulier? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think though that that Dylan and I getting spun out uh, had less to do with me and more to do with Dylan because Dylan has wiped the floor with Ryan for the last year in sticks. Well, that's true. And I so think this was a revenge plot. I, I think this last you time have, you just have a list you know of people. Your hit list. You know what's funny? <laughs> he, he didn't know that it was me right, until right. afterwards. And when he found out that it was me, he came up and tried to give me the biggest karate kick that anybody <laughs> has tried to give me in probably the last 15 years. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Just sidestep, down he goes. <laughs> good times. So, yeah, that was good. So I, I hold no ill will, but just know what goes around comes around. Eventually that kid's going to be day, tall enough to drive I, his own go-kart. One day he'll get his own license. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm giving I'm him just, your address. Yeah. A little ta- a little you took ta- out a child. A little tap tap. Yeah, yeah I have well, no he shame. did that before. Tap tap tappy. Yeah, I have no shame. Yeah, no. I I wiped out my own kid. <laughs> I don't. Whatever. <laughs> Bill's like, character. Told me that too. He was like, "Did you see that?" I was like, "I missed it." Oh, <laughs> that wasn't me though. That was uh, that was another another student. We're using names, but this one doesn't belong to any of us. Yeah. But there was another student who uh, got into a, an on-track altercation with Eli, <laughs> and I have never, I have never seen this. I've been I've been driving go karts for a long time. And I've oh, never seen. This is the one, yeah. I've never seen anything like this in my life. So they they get into their altercation, and this other driver is in front of him, and Eli goes sideways. Now he claims he was totally backwards, but he was he, facing the wrong way. But he wasn't. He was he was sideways, like ninety degrees, and in st- I don't know. And this is probably where I should be happy that he doesn't get his learner's permit. Instead of taking a left and and hitting the gas, yeah. he turns to the right and cans it and drives top speed, full blast right into the wall. <laughs> Wham! You can hear it all over the track. Wait, seriously? Yeah, yeah. His neck hurt afterwards because he hit the wall he so hard. Whiplash. He ran straight into it. Kablooey. 
I've never seen anything did, like it in I, my life. That is not the same way. <laughs> did he jump a wall? Was he like up on the tires? No, but I wouldn't surprise me if the back ones came off the ground. I mean, he he hit that thing hard. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I almost couldn't see for the last two laps of the race because I was laughing. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> That's funny. Yep, that was good. Good times are had at Thunder Road. Oh, Thunder yeah. Road. Mm-hmm. Yep. Only 364 more days. To yep. Yes. I, I seriously think we should start doing, like, instead of me just doing, like, posters of, like, sign up for Thunder Road, I need to do promo of, like, oh, totally. yeah. like the face-off. I also oh, just picture yeah. Ryan in his garage with, you know, on Santa Claus when uh, Tim Allen's son, why can't I think of his name? Charlie. Right? Charlie's, like, pretending to be Santa and, like, Come on. And he's got the chair set up and it's July. <laughs> I just imagine Ryan in December in his garage sitting on the ground. Like, all right. <laughs> holding on to like, <laughs> left turn. Right yep. turn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I might have to. Do you want to, the one thing I also saw in the footage of your GoPro is when you guys slow down for somebody and Lisa's like trying, yes. like throwing her whole body into it to try to She's like forward. grabbing the rail and trying to pull herself forward. <laughs> As the car is coasting along. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. that's what goes on out there. So did we talk about uh, examples of our favorite entertainment and why you like it or what you like about it? Uh, Dana started. I to. did. Okay. Elementary is my favorite. You talked about show. Ozark. Ozark. I don't know if that's my favorite. I like documentaries. Okay. Documentaries are probably See, my favorite. See, those just agree make me that. depressed. I unfortunately, really? <laughs> I know like, it's I not a know. good. <laughs> I know it's not a good trait or thing to take in. I love me some murders. <laughs> I love learning about serial killers. I yeah. I listen to a podcast called Morbid. Honestly, <laughs> so many people, like so many of my friends, are like into that stuff, and I'm just like, how do I? How did I end up here? Because mm-hmm. that is Should I not be me. <laughs> yeah. Huh. There's a show that I watch over and over again. It drives my family crazy. And if there's nothing on, I'll turn the show on. Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's a good one. I love the Big Bang Theory. Um, I like superhero movies a lot. I'm trying to think what stuff. Yeah, I'm what's into. your favorite oh. movie? Oh, mm. Steel Magnolias. That's a message of hope. It could be hopeful. It's also a little sad. That show is a message of hope. It's not Steel Magnolias. It's based. I think. It, yeah, it's on one of the shows. <clears throat> Called something like that, Magnolia. Something. Sweet Magnolias. Sweet mm-hmm. Magnolias. That's what it is. That's, that's what Netflix. Mm-hmm. They're all Lutheran. God's in that <laughs> show. Perfect. Yeah. My favorite show. It brings hopefulness. <laughs> um, favorite movie. It changes. Mine does too. That's why I like asking other people that question because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't have one. I like Tombstone a lot. Yeah, that's on TV a lot too. Like yeah. all the time. The Godfather, I love The Godfather 1 and 2. I could watch them over and over and over again. Um, yeah, those two movies, Western would be uh, Tombstone. Um, what, would you, what would you put The Godfather into? What genre? I don't know. But I like that one. Comedy? Oh, man. It's hard to get past Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. A Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> Excellent. So there's other good ones too, but yeah, I like those movies. Yep. Just shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my answer classically 
like <clears throat> since I was a little kid, has been Return of the Jedi. Mm. Whenever I got sick, I'd watch Return of the Jedi. Whenever I had, you know, some free time, because I, I burned out that VHS tape of Return of the Jedi. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so that's the movie. It's the one. My favorite movie is just based on like, what do I need to watch? Mm-hmm. That's I have like a list of like this is what I hit and. So there's not awesome. one that's like, if it's on TV, you'll you'll stop and watch it. If it's, you know, like I said, if you're sick and you're putting like something on TV. Uh, when I was little, when I was sick, it was always Lady and the Tramp. Oh sure. But then also like. A one that I like fell asleep to for like years that my mom got so annoyed with it was like Night at the Museum and Meet mm-hmm. the Robinsons. Like my mom hates Meet the Robinsons because I basically just fell asleep to that movie for mm. like three years. <laughs> She's like, "What is so great about this movie?" It makes me sleepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. How about Pee Wee's Big Adventure? I watched that a lot as a child, I feel like. I don't think I ever saw I it. I have zero recollection of any of the story of it. <laughs> I, I feel like I know what it is just on like recognition. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. I, I love my grandma to death. Uh, and and I uh, she was, her and my aunt, and she still listens to this. Grandma, I love you. She, her and my aunt were, were in uh, San Antonio recently, mm-hmm. and they she said that they went to the Alamo. And I said, did you go to the basement? And she said, they never took us to the basement. Tab <laughs> goes, there's no basement. <laughs> Why do you, you do this to even your own family then? Oh, of course. Know. It's done in love. <laughs> also, when you were saying Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I thought of my all-time favorite movie, The Sandlot. Oh, and that's a great Little one. Rascals. Those mm. two. The Sandlot's a good one. Was a good killing one. me, Smalls. Mm-hmm. Killing me. Yeah, that's yeah a good one. that goes back to the proper way to make a, a Oh, s'more. yeah, we still s'more. haven't done that. Mm-hmm. And we no. need to make our s'mores. Well, we, we spoke to, to s- the TOG yep. about this, and uh, yep. uh, he he was okay with, with peanut butter cups. <sighs> yeah, that's true. He was. Yeah. They're also just my favorite candy, so I won't put them mm-hmm. in anything. You know, I... <laughs> Hershey's chocolate. Yeah, I love I love the, the little ones. Not the miniature ones that come with no wrapper on, but the 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 other ones that have oh the little tinfoil wrap yeah, ones. Mm-hmm. I recently had uh, they're called Real Good Cookies. It's based out of Grand Forks. It's a gal who makes them for fundraisers. They mm. have one that's a like a brookie, so like a brownie cookie stuffed with a peanut butter cup. Did you know that mm. we're getting a crumble cookies? Really, yeah. I did not on veterans. I saw it the other Interesting. Day. Yes. Come to Fargo, everybody. Yep. That's the happening place. It is. Sarah hasn't seen this yet. Hey, Todd, I'm here at Family Fair, and as you can see, I'm in the s'mores aisle. I don't see one single jar of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> the Ryan Rose have no... There's no rules. The, like, that takes... That Snapchat filter never should have been. No. It was made for Ryan. <laughs> yeah. It was made for Ryan. <laughs> yep. What are you going to do if they ever get rid of it? Oh, it's in my favorites. They can't get rid of no, it. No, they can get rid of it because I, 2016, I loved the bread filter. It was a filter <laughs> that put that. a piece of bread around yeah, your face. Yeah, but nobody and- else liked it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Okay. Rude. <laughs> I apologize to anyone who's listening to this. We need to start recording these again because the the non 
verbal communication has been priceless today. Yeah. This one's my sec- my second favorite. Is that the Pinocchio nose? Oh, yep. This one's my second, my second <laughs> <favorite>. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else or should we wrap uh, no, it up? I, no. Has there been enough tomfoolery? I, I, I think we've peaked. Yep. <laughs> it's just going to get worse from here. All right. Um, so I think... I think what I'd like to do because of the content of the one in the middle of this one mm-hmm. is just release this as one that people can listen to over the two weeks. We should let them know that then that yeah, at the beginning be a pause. I, there's something happening. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. Does everybody that listens to this knows what's going on? Mm. Our mm. wonderful congregation is giving the staff a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. The board voted for this and, and said we need to do this after uh, the last two years of everything that's been going on uh, with COVID coming to an end and, and just um, uh, actually just a, a wonderful gift of gratitude from the congregation to say we, we appreciate you, staff. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, we are, we've been ordered by our fearless leader to leave the premises for one week and yeah. rest. Yep. And we have wonderful volunteers that will be coming in and answering the phone if you need to. If you do call into the church, you will talk to somebody, and, and pastoral care will, will be happening. Yes, and that is uh, that is what we say next week, but um, you could be listening to this yeah, right. anytime. 23rd through the 20... It's, uh, so it, it is the 23rd through the 27th of May, of May 2022. So this, that podcast, yeah. will cover through the week of the 27th. So yeah. if you're expecting another one... You're gonna to need to wait until June because yep. there will not. This is it. Yep. Yep. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> All right. I like good. those movies too. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Just goofy, dumb movies. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else? Any final thoughts? Somebody's got to pray us out of here. You got it, Ryan. I got it. Yep. All right. Heavenly Father, um, thank you for uh, thank you for this time and and for this. Um, this group here, uh, Lord, I, I pray for um, the person who sent us the uh, very um, honest and heartfelt letter. Lord, I pray for um, I pray for that person. And I pray that they would uh, be able to uh, forgive um, for themselves and uh, to to be able to let go of that hurt. And um, I pray that God, that you would be with that person, that they would feel your presence, and they would know. Uh, they would know your forgiveness as well, Lord, and um, just that you be with them, walk with them, and uh, Lord, um, I pray that they would feel your love. And so, God, thank you again for this time, and uh, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, so as Pastor DJ said, if you are listening to this close to live, uh, you uh, you will not hear us a week from now. Whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What I am trying to say is that you can... I, I, had, a, I had a week off. Don't look at me like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you can find... I thought this would be like riding a bike. Yeah. Well, that's... No, no, it's not the case. It's if you are looking, to look this good. If you are looking for a place to worship, you can find one right here at Atonement Lutheran Church. You can join us live in person every Sunday at 9 or 10.30 a.m. at 4601 South University Drive or online at Atonement... 
atonementfargo.org or on YouTube where you can also find all of our past material from po- podcasts to services to just the message to even a Revelation Bible study, oh, yeah. if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you can find that all there. And so thank you for joining us and please join us next time for another riveting episode of, she didn't meet me that time, that podcast.